Hey friend, Ashley back again with another episode of the Maverick Mompreneur podcast and holy moly, do I have a Maverick mama to share with you today. My guest on this episode is Lindsay Roganbuck. And just to give you an idea of what Lindsay has been able to accomplish alongside a busy life as a mom of two under six, she has a following of 808,000 plus and growing every day followers over on TikTok. She has a following of 107 plus thousand followers on Instagram, 43,000 on Pinterest, which is a searchable platform, by the way. And she is one of Amazon's top influencers called A-List. She has 25,000 followers on Amazon. So she knows her way around some affiliate marketing and how to leverage social media, evergreen assets, and all the things. She is amazing. She is a mama who knew that she wanted to be there for her kids while she was raising them, but also wanted the opportunity to bring in additional income to help support her family. And she learned to do that through organically sharing what she loved and building a community, which is so key that ultimately led to a business she never dreamed she could have. And I just can't wait for you to hear her journey because I think so often we hear about someone who's super successful and crushing it and we forget that there's a journey behind that. It can take a decade to become a quote unquote overnight success. And Lindsay is just so humble, so amazing. It has been a blessing to get to know her over the last five or six years and watch her career flourish and grow and to see some Someone be rewarded with impact, income, and influence who has always just been such a pure heart, genuine soul, and always, always, always with the intention of sharing and serving her audience. It's amazing. You're going to fall in love with her, and I know you're going to get so many tips and ahas and ideas and inspo, and I just can't wait for you to meet her. So without further ado, here is this week's episode. Hey mama, I'm Ashley, and this is the Maverick Mompreneur podcast, where you're free and encouraged to own your desire to create and scale an impactful, discoverable online brand and business in the midst of motherhood, a business that's aligned with your mission, lifestyle desires, personality, and zone of genius without wasting your time on the hustle and grind hamster wheel that is social media. Can I get an amen? Sis, you are a maverick, an original, willing to stand out in your authenticity, defy expectations, and do life and business outside the box. In our world, if it's not aligned with who we are, it's a hard pass or a brave pivot. So if you're here for the powerful identity shift and transformation from boss babe or boss mom to aligned CEO, building a one of a kind, influential, hustle-free online business that will produce long-term impact and multiple streams of income through SEO, affiliate marketing and courses while building yourself in the process, Well, pop in those AirPods, grab that cup of coffee or glass of wine, and let's get growing. Hey, hey, quick reminder that the waitlist for Social Seller to CEO Academy 2.0 is officially open. We will open for re-enrollment on Friday, July 29th. Make sure you're on the wait list though, because there will be exclusive bonuses. There will be a discount code. That's one of the bonuses, but make sure that you head to socialsellertoceoacademy.com and get on the wait list. Check out what the program's all about. Lindsay, who you'll hear from today, has taken pretty much all of my courses and you'll hear her testimonial here and how she has taken what she learned to 
literally create a multiple six-figure income. And so if you too are wanting to build a business that is based around creating impact and multiple streams of income that not only serve you and your audience now, but will also be around and on the internet searchable and generating income for you in the future, you're definitely going to want to check out Social Seller to CEO Academy. It's going to be awesome. We are doing things a little bit differently this cohort. There are 10 spots and those open up first to the wait list. And there's already a wait list of, I think it's 40 something at this point as of today when I'm recording this. So hop on there if you want a chance at one of the spots. It's the last time we'll open for enrollment until 2023 and the last time at this investment level. Let me know if you have any questions. Hit me up on Instagram, Ashley R. Latimer. You can DM me or you can email me hello at elevatedwithashley.com. Linz, welcome to the Maverick Mompreneur podcast. I am so excited and honored that you're here chatting with me today. And I know that the Mavericks are going to be so stoked to listen to you and hear your journey and all the things. So thank you so much for your time. I really appreciate it. Yes, absolutely. I'm so excited to be here. Yay. And we've known each other since I was thinking back, I believe it was 2017 when we were both promoting lip sense. And <laughs> it's been pretty incredible to think back and watch your career unfold and watch you raise your babies alongside your career unfolding and or it's developed in such a relatively short amount of time. So yeah, definitely crazy to think about Come a long way. Yeah, for sure. For those who don't know you and don't know your journey, I would love if you could just take some time and share your background because this was not your original career path. Uh, prior to motherhood. And then I would just love you to kind of give us the story arc of what you used to do, how you got into the online space, and then what it is that you're doing now, because it's pretty incredible. Sure. Yeah. So I graduated college with a degree in advertising and marketing. And honestly, back in the day, I had zero clue what I wanted to do with that degree. (laughs) Didn't even know if I wanted to even be in advertising. Um, But yeah, I ended up doing um, account management for an advertising company for a while. And then I kind of bounced around, like I said, I wasn't really super content with where I was. um, So I bounced around to a lot of different jobs. Um, I actually was a wedding photographer for a while on the side. I worked with kids in an after-school program for a while. And, but ultimately I knew that one day, once I finally settled down and had kids, I really wanted to, if I could, if possible, be a stay-at-home mom. Cause my mom um, was able to do that with us when we were kids. And I just loved that. I loved that she got to be with us, got to spend those crucial early years. And that to me was always just something that I was hoping I could do as well. So like actually it ended up working out where I was able to leave my job once I first had Adeline and that was, gosh, well, she's just turned six in March. And so, yeah, I did the stay-at-home mom thing for a while. And then about six months in, I kind of started feeling like there was something more I could be doing to bring in additional income. I just, I knew I was, I've always been like super driven, hardworking, knew I could be doing something. I just didn't know what that was. And, you know, cause we went from like a two income family to one, not that we were like hurting or anything or we couldn't do it, but just, you know, to have that cushion of like saving and being able to go on vacations and things like that. I just wanted to be able to bring in a little bit of extra income. So I just, started looking around and seeing what was out there. And that was back when like the whole network marketing 
MLMs were huge on Facebook and whatnot. And I think like my sister-in-law was doing LuLaRoe and I was like, all right, this is something I could probably do from home while I'm still raising my baby. So that was, yeah, when I joined Senegins, that's where I met you and did that for a while. And I feel like, well, I joined at the totally the wrong time was back when like the stock was out and <laughs> there was no systems in place. And it was just, it was a real struggle for me to even bring in money at all from that. I feel like I was spending more than I was bringing in. And I just felt like I was on like this hamster wheel. It's like, I like what I'm doing, but it's just a lot of work and effort for little returns. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And so um, then that's when I switched over to doing social retail because you had gone over and told me all about yeah. <laughs> the <social> retail <laughs> business that we were then in together. And that I loved as well. I just, I, I feel like I was, like I said, I've always been a super driven, hardworking person. Like, and I want, if I, if I can make it work, I will. And mm-hmm. that was working out really great for me. And then um, it wasn't until you started launching all of your courses. I can remember the day when you called us up and I think it was like me and Jody and a couple others, Megan and Angela. Yeah. And you had like chat or something. <laughs> yeah. It was like the brainstorm, like, the idea was uh-huh. born of III yeah. Academy. And I remember getting like chills. I remember thinking like, that is what I need. That is like the exact course I need because I always knew I, I liked doing the social retail business that I was in, but I didn't want to be like pigeonholed into that or yes. known as like somebody that just sells XYZ, you know? Yeah. Yep. And so I, I was like, I love the idea of branching out and being able to brand myself and, you know, not just share one thing. I didn't want to be like spammy or anything like that. So the idea of building my own like website and brand and being able to do all of that and bring in all, like um, multiple sources of income, mm-hmm. I just saw this light go off like this aha yeah. moment. Like, That's what and I want. So- yeah. So then I, I honestly, God, I, I, I always say this, like, I know I've told you this before, but yeah. like that course literally was, I think like the trajectory that like changed everything, like awesome. totally cool. changed everything for me. I feel so like cool. I'm going to cry already. I know. <laughs> I'm over here like, oh man. I'm like getting <laughs> scared. I didn't know I would cry this early in the podcast. But uh, oh, <laughs> no, like such, I honestly such an honor. I say that all the time. I'm like, I feel like sometimes people are supposed to come into your life for a reason. Uh-huh. And I'm like, Ashley literally changed my life. Oh. Like your course, basically, you know, for those that don't know what III Academy is, it taught me how to build my own blog. I, I knew how to build a blog. I had done one before or a website. I actually used to do web design, <laughs> but just the back end of it, the SEO, all of the things, all of the pieces to do that seemed so overwhelming for me as a mom, especially, and trying to run my side hustle, my business, mm-hmm. like to get that off and running just seemed like, oh yeah, I'll do that eventually down the road. Oh yeah, I'll get to it. And then like a year would go by and it wouldn't happen. So like when you put out that course, I was like, yes, <laughs> I'm in. <laughs> Execute time. Let's go. <laughs> it was like perfect timing. And then I feel like it just snowballed from there because like once I had my website going, my blog, then I was able to apply to all these other affiliate, you know, companies like mm-hmm. um, the Amazon Associates affiliate program, like to know it, all of the different things. And then I was able to bring in other forms of income, just, you know, not through just my network marketing business, but mm-hmm. through all these other avenues by sharing other things authentically. Right. And I feel like that was one of the key things that you kind of taught us in the course was that if you're on social media and you're sharing your products from your network marketing company, like that's great and all, but like, if that's all you're sharing, 
people are going to see it as spammy or like you're jamming it down their throat. But if you're more natural and you get on social media, just share your life and share what you're loving and share all those things organically, then people are going to like you and trust you and mm-hmm. want to purchase those things from you. So that to me was huge. And that's basically what I just started doing. I just, mm-hmm. as a mom, I shared a lot of, you know, products that were helping me as a new mom, like raising my kids and you know, things like that, like little gadgets that I liked that were helpful uh-huh. and, you know, things like that. And I, I remember I started Friday Faves. I started up yes. thing every Friday that really took off. I would share on my Instagram stories every Friday. And then I would also do Facebook Live. And it was just fun. I would find like my favorite five random product around my house or what I had been shopping for yep. lately and share them every Friday. And like so many people were like, God, I love your Friday Faves. They're so helpful. And and then I started thinking like, okay, well, there's something to this. People want, yep. they want the help in like, oh, like something I never knew I needed. Let's see what Lindsay's sharing this week. Absolutely. <laughs> I have been a victim slash beneficiary of your Friday faves. <laughs> I think I told you at one point, I was like, please stop sharing these. I keep buying everything. You're oh. very humble, but let's transition and talk about 2020. So 2020, you went through the Academy. You had this light bulb aha moment started sharing authentically things that really benefited your life and benefited the lives of your audience. You're like, wow, this is really going. Let's talk about TikTok. So yeah, how did you make the transition from Instagram and Facebook? And you're still on both of those places. And I think, what are you at on Instagram now? Like a hundred thousand? Um, I think I'm at like a hundred and seven or 8,000. Oh my goodness. So yeah. went from there over to TikTok. So I remember distinctly you telling me something about like, I'm just going to do this for like 30 days or tell us that process and what happened from there with your brand. Yeah. TikTok was, so this was interesting. I can remember the day an email came through my inbox. I can't remember who it was from or what it was about. I just remember the subject line was, if you want to blow up your business, super expedited way, you got to get on TikTok. And of course I'm like, oh, like click, (laughs) let's see what this email is about. I'd Uh like to blow up my business and become (laughs) successful. And then I remember reading about it. And then I went down this rabbit hole of like, okay, what is TikTok? Because I had sort of heard about it, but I didn't know anything about it. And basically there, like I got on YouTube and there were so many people that were like, you would not believe how fast people are growing their, their accounts on TikTok. And if you're going to use this for a business, now is the time to get on, do not wait, get on it. And I was like, okay, so I think I'm going to do this. <laughs> yeah. And I remember I was telling you, I'm like, Ashley, there's this thing, TikTok, it could blow up our business. <laughs> It was like, I have no idea what to do on there, but I'm going to watch you. Yeah. And so then I, um, I remember I hopped on it. I'm trying to think when that was, it might've been, uh, it was before the pandemic for sure. Mm-hmm. Might've been like October like fall. Or, yeah. yeah it was fall. Oh, you know, what it was because I remember I was doing like Halloween makeup looks and stuff. Yeah. <laughs> just random things. Yep. And I remember I, it was very random. I posted just the most random things because I, I feel like that's the same for everyone. When they first joined TikTok, they're like, what do I do? What am I supposed to dance? Am I supposed to be funny? Am I supposed to live? <laughs> like nobody knows what they're supposed to do on t- TikTok when you first get on. So I played around with just everything and I was just kind of trying to, you know, at least be consistent with it. And I happened to notice whenever I shared Amazon product, my videos did very, very well. I mean, first of all, they all did very well, but well, a lot of them, any of them that had Emmett, he was like, yeah. <laughs> baby time. 
we get like tons of views. I'm like, oh my gosh, Emmett, you're famous. Like people love <laughs> He's a little influence, baby influencer. Yeah, a little baby influencer. So I noticed, okay, there's something to this. Like I would get like 80,000 views on a video and I'm like, that is crazy reach. Like I've never seen reach like that on Instagram or Facebook. You know, you do a live on Facebook, you might get like 20 viewers, 30 second video that's getting like 80,000 views. Crazy. So I definitely saw the potential and I didn't like really start honing in on it until I, once the pandemic happened mm-hmm. and everybody started getting on it, I started noticing that the thing with TikTok is it kind of feeds you what you like to see. And because I love Amazon products, I would watch <laughs> a lot of like Amazon videos would come across, you know, a lot of recipe videos. I love watching recipes. I still watch uh-huh. recipe videos. And like, I noticed that's what my feed was feeding me. And I kept seeing these Amazon videos would just have like, 4 million views. Oh my gosh. Wait a minute. I share Amazon products mm-hmm. every Friday on my Instagram and my Facebook. Anyways, why don't I start sharing them on TikTok and see what happens? And sure enough, those videos just blew up. Like I would share, you know, my top five kitchen products and like, boom, I'd have like 2 million views. This is insane. <laughs> it was just crazy. And so I think my account grew in that first year to like six or 700,000. And, and then in return that helped my Instagram grow, that helped me grow my email list Mm -hmm. and help with my network marketing sales. And then obviously because I was in the Amazon influencer program, then I was suddenly bringing in all sorts of Amazon affiliate commission. And then it just kind of snowballed from there. Yeah, that is amazing. I'm struck by a couple of things. One, it's so cool to hear how your background and your experience and your expertise and mom life, it's all sort of come together in alignment to create this amazing, super aligned brand that you have so much fun with now. And you're still able to incorporate if you choose affiliate products from a network marketing company if you want and crush it there, but you also now have these additional sources of income, but it's all coming from your brand and you're so clearly in your zone of genius. Like this is just such a cool thing to see as your friend and as a coach and all the things, but it's, I can't think of a better example of having a personal brand that's just so dialed in and yeah, you can just see it. I feel like you have like a different glow about you. <laughs> it's, it's, it's true. Really- I don't think I've ever been happier doing a job yeah. ever. Like, like I said, I never knew what I wanted to quote unquote be what I wanted uh-huh. when I grew up yeah. and I never would have guessed that this would, I, this would be what I'm doing. But like, I literally wake up every day. So excited to do what I do. I just love it. I've never been able to say that before. Like I've been miserable in other jobs and it's just, it's like best of all the world. (laughs) Yes. It's so cool. And it's just so neat to see how, you know, a lot of times we see someone overnight like you, some people could, I wanted you to share your background because I think some people who may have met you in like the last year or two, they're like, wow, that was like an overnight success. When in fact, it's never really like that though. It's really, you have put in the work, you have always done things with excellence continue to, you know, give a hundred percent to everything that you're doing and stay true to yourself and who you are. And it's nice to see that get rewarded. You know, yes, it takes, what's the saying? It takes 12 years to become an overnight success or whatever. And I'm basically saying it's very well-deserved and it's so evident because you've always just given so much to other people in the online space. And it's really come from that place. And now you're being rewarded for that, but you're still doing what you've always done, which is to produce really good content with your audience in mind. And 
that's kind of the basics of where success comes from, but you've just 100X'd it <laughs> over the last <laughs> couple of years. Um, you mentioned that you've been growing, been able to grow your email list. And so I wanted, just because around these parts, we obviously want to utilize social media in a way that is going to create assets that we have more control over. So say, not that this is going to happen, but say something went wacky with TikTok or Instagram, you actually have a massive email list of followers that you can still reach out to. So how do you utilize some of those longer term assets, like an email list, your website, what are some ways that you incorporate that into like the overall picture of your brand and your systems? Um, well, it's the funny thing is I remember like in the middle of the pandemic, there was a scare where TikTok, there was a, you know, TikTok's going to go away and they were threatening, you know, it was going to be shut down. And that was when I was like, okay, I got to start getting on, like working on my email list and everything. And there's so many different like creative ways you could do that with TikTok, whether that's through giveaways or getting them over to Instagram, you know, whether it's Instagram. I mean, I've seen people's Instagram taken down who've had like hundreds of thousands of followers and that is like terrifying to me. So yeah, you have to definitely build out an email list. And I feel like with, with mine, I try and provide as much value as I can. Um, like for instance, with Prime Day, I sent out, like I did a blog post on all the information you need to get prepared for Prime Day, how to shop, where I'm going to be posting the deals, this, that, and the other, and sent that out to my email list. So like making sure that I'm giving them value so that they want to join my email list. And, you know, whether that's through like monthly newsletters or special deals or giveaways going on in there, I just feel like it's super important. Like you said, if if TikTok or Instagram went away tomorrow, you still need some way to be able to reach your people. <laughs> Absolutely. And I know on your website, I haven't been over there in a little bit, but I know that you were doing a lot of evergreen posts based on things that you were sharing on social media anyway, but taking that next step to have those affiliate links just floating out in the internet forever. Mm -hmm. So not only are you getting the sales and the commission from your reach on social media, but then you're also creating alongside that, that evergreen asset, which, you know, I'm like, makes my heart so happy. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Being something as easy as, cause you know, you're sharing, at least on my social media, I share a lot of Amazon deals, daily deals, you know, okay. even just target finds or whatever. Mm -hmm. And a lot of that can just be transferred over to a simple blog post, like especially yep. around the holidays with gift guides. So I, I always do gift guides around the holidays, like for him, gifts for her. Mm -hmm. And I, yeah, I still get commissions from a gift guide that I did two years ago. It was one of my highest ranking pages on my blog, which yep. I still get, you know, residual income from, which is kind of awesome. <laughs> Yeah, totally. And you already, you spent the time to look up all the links anyway. So yeah, it's just great all, to have that. Repurposing. An and that's the sure. cool thing with like content creation is I feel like that's where I'm still always trying to learn more is where you can repurpose all of these things to so like a simple TikTok video. You know, I can then easily take that same video, post it as a reel. You could post it as a YouTube short. You can post it mm -hmm. now. Pinterest now has a creator fund as well or creator oh, bonus program. Okay. Yeah. It's cool. called idea pins, but I think they show up kind of like a story yeah. and now they're linkable. So I can take one of my TikToks, just repost that, add the link. And now I'm that's like a fourth way I'm making commission off that same video. Right. And yeah. then Pinterest is like Google where it's searchable. So like mm -hmm. that can now come up when people search random kitchen gadget or whatever. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. And that's what I, that's what I always preach and will continue is you got to have at least one place where you're repurposing your content from social media that is SEO friendly. So whether that's YouTube, whether that's Pinterest, whether that's a podcast or a blog, 
or all four, honestly, it would be like, like what you do because it's, especially if you get to the point in your business, like you, where you could easily hire all of that out. If you really wanted to, Mm -hmm. it makes zero sense. Why not to do that? Once you have that knowledge of SEO and search engine optimization, so that you're creating evergreen assets from the same content you already created. It's just a little bit of extra. So I love, I love seeing you do that because I think people see the front end on social media, but you also have all of this evergreen content going in the background too. Yeah. I mean, even like, so I do a lot of Amazon lives, even just downloading that video and re-uploading it to YouTube YouTube, and then adding your associate link to all the products you share, like, boom, that's evergreen out there forever. Totally. (laughs) If anybody's coming to your page, like that's art, that's content that was already recorded. It's not much extra work for me, Mm -hmm. you know? Well, yeah, all things considering. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Add it onto my to-do list. <laughs> totally. You know, so this kind of brings me to a question I wanted to ask and that I want to always ask my guests who are moms, who are maverick mamas doing things outside the box. I know it's not easy to, you know, mom guilt comes up and tend to be a stay-at-home mom and not work. And then you're working and you're, you're just navigating a lot of different things that are not the typical route of motherhood or even working motherhood. And so I love to ask this question and to share from my own experience too, with my audience, what challenges have you come across? What are some tips or things that you found helpful? It can be anything from mindset to like, how do you manage to balance? I have that in air quotes, obviously, because I don't know is balance really a thing, but what do you do to make both things work? Cause you like to do everything hundred percent. I know you're a hundred percent when it comes to motherhood too. So how do you, how have you and really your husband, how do you guys do that? It's, it's a struggle. It's balance yeah. is very hard. I struggle mm-hmm. with it all the time, mm-hmm. um, especially cause my kids are so little, well, yeah. three and six. Yeah. Um, and I mean, even more so when they were first born, like that yeah. was really hard when Emmett was a newborn and you know, but yeah. <laughs> now that they're in school, it's definitely been a little bit easier. Adeline will be in first grade and Emmett's in preschool, like part-time, but at least uh-huh. there's like a couple hours we get a little bit of break, but honestly, it, as funny as this may sound like the pandemic really helped us out because my husband now works from home. Mm. So whereas before, you know, we live out in the suburbs of Chicago, the commute is, you know, at least by train, it takes a while. So he was not getting home till like seven o'clock at night, some nights. And so mm-hmm. I was like barely getting work done, struggling with a newborn. And then, and then, yeah, yeah. once the pandemic happened, it's been so much easier or not easier, but just more helpful in that he's working from home. So we can kind of like tag team the kids. You know, if I know yeah. I have to do an Amazon live, he can, have them in, in his office, you know, yeah. so I have that hour to spend to do a lot. So we definitely, I would say rely on your partner as much as possible. I'm, you know, really lucky that he has been super supportive. Yeah. Um, always honestly, he's like, <laughs> yeah. He, yeah. And he, he's like, when, when can I retire? <laughs> like, You're like, uh, actually, <laughs> whatever help you need, you got it. Like, <laughs> yeah, for real. But no, he, he's been great. before you started financially crushing and he's always been supportive, which yeah. And you know, he's like, so awesome. I, I was like, I'm going to try out this thing. And he probably thought I was crazy at first. He's like, what are you doing? <laughs> and now he's like, wait, yeah, do that. That's been great. Totally. Yeah. <laughs> Keep on rocking it. No, but no, I would say re- definitely rely on like your support system. Like my mom has been, my parents have been huge. Like she lived 30 minutes from us and she, mm-hmm. you know, she always would offer to come by at least once or twice a week to help out like babysit, not babysit, but like hang out with the kids so I can get work done so that was always really helpful even just you know setting boundaries like I think Mm -hmm. for me I get 
I, like you said, I'm go, go, go like a hundred percent, but I have to like force myself to like, okay, I'm going to take a break. We're going to go to the park with the kids. Like mm-hmm. I have, like I have to force myself to do that. Mm-hmm. Otherwise I will just be in like all work mode because there's always something that needs to get done. And, yes. and like, and like I said, my husband's always like, I, is, I, is this stressful? And I'm like, no, because I love it. Yeah. <laughs> like I like yeah. what I do and I like yes. seeing that success. But mm-hmm. at the same time, at the end of the day, if I didn't post a single thing, I'd be fine with that too. Like it's not, yes. I'm not going to like stress about it. It's more finding that like perfect balance. What needs to get done? What can wait? What can I pass off? Like for instance, like I would highly recommend getting a virtual assistant if you can mm-hmm. um, and passing off like the tasks that you don't have to do yourself so that you can mm-hmm. free up time to do other things. That's been helpful. Also in I investing in things, like you said, like whether that's mindset or mm-hmm. therapy or mm-hmm. Absolutely. <laughs> um, yeah. I mean, I think all of that is like you mentioned with the mindset part, I listen to a lot of podcasts in the morning or just audiobooks, And I feel like that really helps me with setting my day off. Right. Like kind of, mm-hmm. you know, yeah, your energy is right. in a good space. Yeah. Getting in the right headspace. Cause even me, like, I feel like I, oddly enough, I feel like I've been in like a creative funk lately. I'm like, God, I need, I need some good ideas. I'm just like, kind of like, what do I post today? <laughs> and you kind of get that imposter syndrome and you're watching other accounts and you're like, wait a minute, this is, I'll throw on like a good mindset audiobook or podcast. And then I'm like, okay, yeah, I'm good. <laughs> yes. I love that you mentioned that. I think sometimes we forget how important it is to do that personal development when we are a personal brand, right? So like the number one thing there would be <laughs> you and you know you growing as a person and feeling inspired and feeling energetic because you're giving so much and it's your creativity so nurturing that is I love that you do that like first thing in the morning and that just sets mm-hmm. everything on the right course and no one's perfect obviously but the the intention of you know taking care of yourself is there and that's, that's and I definitely feel like being authentic and I this is I've always worn my heart on my sleeve like mm-hmm what you see is what you get. I literally don't think I have a filter up here. Just it's in my brain. It comes out. Yep. (laughs) I love it. I think that like people need to see that, you know, like I've always been very like true to myself and who I am Mm -hmm. on social media, you know, even in like the hard times and the difficult times. And I think that's very key for people to see that, you know, you're relatable. Yes, um, you're a human, a real human. Yeah, I've shared everything from like my infertility journey to my yeah. brother's death. And like, mm-hmm. I, I feel like I've gotten so many more messages from people that are like, thank you for speaking out about that or talking about that. I've been going, I've been struggling. And it's like, I feel like that connection with your your audience is mm-hmm. super key into like forming that community. And that's what I feel Absolutely. like I have. It's like, it's like I have a, almost a million friends. <laughs> Totally. They're my people. And that's where that impact comes from. There are people that I'm sure that probably have not even purchased a single thing based on like Amazon shares, but you've completely touched their lives in one of the other avenues that you've shared just of yourself using your platform to create impact. And 
you do that so well because it's from that genuine place of, Hey, I want people to feel less alone. I want people to feel that they can have someone to connect to that's willing to open up and be vulnerable and share because a lot of people aren't. And so that's the really cool thing of III Academy was influence, impact, and income. And if you have all three of those together and you find a way to do that within your personal brand, it is so rewarding and motivating and all those things. And I see you just totally like working that out and living that out. And that's when it's like, yeah, you could work if you had the time and had no boundaries, you could work all day and it wouldn't really feel like this overwhelming burden of a job because it's fun and it's something that's rewarding. So that's really, I hope that's encouraging for our listeners too, to see that you can get there and there's all these different steps and twists and turns and companies to join and, you know, ways to realign, but you can get to the point where, you know, you and I both have completely different businesses, but we share that in common where we're doing our thing and Mm -hmm. it's, you know, it creates income, creates impact. And it's a lot of fun. And that's, and then I that's... Feel like it just opens up so many other doors, like opportunities that I never even dreamed of, like have crossed my plate with sponsorships and yes. brands or even inter- like I was featured on a couple of TV shows. Like, yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah the, do- the doctors, like we're talking like, yeah, the doctors like shared one of my life <laughs> hack videos. I'm like, and that, you know, Rachel Ray reached out. I don't oh think they my used God. my segment. It was like a last minute thing, but I was like, what is going on? Like, yes. So it's been a wild ride for sure, but so rewarding, like so rewarding. That's amazing. And the cool thing is, I mean, this is still relatively the beginning, which seems crazy because you're so well established, but it's only been, you know, a few years or three years of it's my third time. Yeah. Full-time at going full-time yeah which is like relatively new but you're absolutely crushing it and that's so exciting to see I'm like oh my gosh like where you're gonna have your own show <laughs> <This> is... <laughs> I know I'm like what's next I, it's, totally I never would have guessed I'd be here doing what I'm doing now like but you're definitely in you're in your zone and it's just all clicking together and coming together so it's just it's awesome to see I maybe if we can wrap up with I know I have a lot of listeners who got into similar to you got into online entrepreneurialism and creating a personal brand through joining a network marketing company right and kind of got into it that way and they're looking to expand upon their personal brand maybe not even with additional streams of income yet, but just with having a more powerful personal brand, diversifying out from being someone who is sharing almost exclusively one product line. How do you, or how did you incorporate products from network marketing companies, like as an affiliate, like how did you do that organically? I know you mentioned that you did, but how did you do that in a way that felt aligned and authentic to you and obviously your audience? Cause you crushed it with those sales as well. So how, what yeah. advice do you have for someone that's really trying to do that and wanting to feel more authentic in that way? Honestly, I, well, at least through like Instagram stories, I try and get on every day, just share my everyday life. Like I'm, mm-hmm. I mean, I'm not in front of the camera all the time. There's yeah. days where I like just don't feel like showing my face, but yeah. I do feel like it's important for like your audience. People love to see like almost like the behind the scenes. Like, what is your life like? What are you doing? Yeah. Like, nobody wants to see product, product, product. Like that to me always feels inauthentic and spammy. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. So I always kind of looked at it as, well, let's just share my life. Like, am I outside playing with my kids right now? Here's what I'm doing. Like, you know, just, I like, like, I always tried to just think of what initial audience when I was, you know, kind of coming on every day. And my niche was like moms who were not necessarily had to be safe at home, but moms who are in a similar situation as me, Mm -hmm. what types of things would help them out? So like, I would share Mm -hmm. things like, 
toddler recipe, like picky eater things that might help out other moms. Yes. Um, or like little gadgets, like look at the snacks. I'm sure that doesn't uh-huh. or whatever, you know? <laughs> like, So I was very, anything that I thought would help my audience, like in a similar situation that I am in, whether that's mm-hmm. finding a good deal on back to school products or, mm-hmm. you know, things like that. And then whenever it felt appropriate or like it fit in organically, I would share the network product, the network marketing products, like mm-hmm. whatever, if that was like, okay, I'm, I'm going to hop on my Peloton now, I'm going to take my mm-hmm. pre-workout drink. And then I would get messages organically through yep. my DMs, like what pre-workout drink do you, and then, you know, do you take? And I would share it. And so just trying to show my everyday life and what I take and use and do naturally, like, this is what I do. This is what I, you know, I don't ever share things that I don't fully 100% believe in yeah and actually use and love yeah like that's very (laughs) important to me there's been I get a ton of like companies in my dms that are like do you want to share this product that like if some of them are so off the wall I'm like no (laughs) I don't I would never use that in real life yeah there's no not yeah I've definitely turned down a lot of things that I'm just like I can't get on my stories and talk about that because it's not something that I would use or believe it so yeah I I always just try and be authentic as I can like use products that I love and not just products from network marketing just anything in your everyday life that's why I felt like it was very helpful to join other affiliate programs like Amazon yes um Walmart even has one now. Target has one. Like, I feel like everybody has affiliate programs now. But, you know, if you sign up for these things and then share links, you're going to get, you know, a little, a tiny bit of commission from whatever you're sharing. Then when you go to share your network marketing product, it's not going to look like super spammy, like, oh, she's sharing that again. Yes. (laughs) And I think too, just from it, thinking of yourself in that influencer mindset, what I see so often is people coming on and they're not necessarily sharing other recommendations like you do, which your audience is used to that. They're like, okay, she recommends lots of things. She's a helpful friend in the phone who's recommending things. And then your energy doesn't change whenever you do share something that happens to be from a network marketing company that's also an affiliate product. There's no change in energy. But what I see a lot of times, and this just makes sense, if someone's not in that mindset and they're not used to sharing other things, they almost get this different energy, like this salesy, like, because they're feeling it. They're feeling like, Oh, I'm being salesy. And I have to like slightly tweak my personality almost. And it it doesn't hit. Like no one is wanting to reach out. Whereas incorporating other things, even if you're not making a killing off of your other affiliate links, it's still part of your routine, both for your audience and then also for us as marketers to not get in a weird energy zone because it's a network marketing product and everything's riding on this. And I hope someone reaches out it just gets kind of like a funky energy. So I'm glad (laughs) you, I wanted to hear you speak on that because you do that so well. It's all about being authentic and just being normal. And I know because we're like friends in real life, you really are the same way that you are in stories. You sit down with Lindsay in person, it's literally the same. There is no, sometimes we can't help it. I know it's just slightly different. I get in like teacher mode, but I feel like you're just so refreshing and awesome. And honestly, that's just from practice, from being Uh on, I know so many people are so nervous to get on stories or to do, Mm -hmm. they're like, how do you do an Amazon live? Like, how do you just, my brother was just in town. He's like, do you use like a script for that? I'm I'm like, you're on there for practice. I'm like, no, get on and I start talking like this, (laughs) but it's from practice. Like, Uh do you do it enough like after you do it that first time it becomes second nature and that's or at least for me I don't know I hope it's that way for most 
people, but you just get more comfortable and, you know, work through the discomfort at first. Yeah. And honestly, I have to say like being more authentic and like you said, sharing other things besides just network marketing product takes a lot of stress off. I used to get so stressed about like hitting numbers and reaching a goal and comparing myself. And now I don't even think about that. I'm like, oh yeah, there's a sale going on. I should probably share it. Yes. (laughs) And there's so much less stress around that. I'm just so much more at peace with sharing those like those types of products when I do because I'm not trying to like force a sale or if you want to buy it great if you don't move on like yeah it's just so much absolutely and I think a lot of people who get into the online space through network marketing we get into this bubble where we start thinking of our talent and our worth and our value as a marketer and our connect our worth to like our numbers in network marketing or our rank. Oh, I'm not at the top of the company. So therefore I'm just not a great marketer or whatever it might be. But that is more than likely because that is not the sole thing that you're meant to do. Right. And so from my perspective and watching you, you've always been such a good marketer like in every endeavor I've seen you do it's obviously your expertise as well as you just enjoy doing it you create great content and the not with the wrong company but with say just lip sense and with that timing that didn't necessarily come to fruition but you're doing the same level of quality now and you're just blowing it up so I feel like I want people to hear that sometimes it does take that stepping out of the box and applying your experience and your creativity to your own brand and that can be kind of scary where you're like okay now I'm gonna do my own thing and I'm gonna really put myself out there and be vulnerable and share more and connect with my audience and monetize it through affiliate marketing or your own offers or whatever it might be, but it can be so rewarding and Mm -hmm. such an affirmation that you have so much to offer that can be financially rewarded. You can create that influence, the impact, and also the income, but sometimes that takes getting out of the box or doing things that are a little bit more gray and scary. And it's, I don't know. I just see a lot of women that connect their worth. And I did the same thing. I'm like, I think I have some skills, but I'm definitely not at the top of a company. And is that what it means to be good at what you do? No, it doesn't. So 100%. I know it's for sure. I feel like people get scared to take that, that first step and feel and believe in themselves and feel like Mm -hmm. they can do it. And it's like, I, even myself, I had a lot of money mindset issues that like when I first started seeing all the success, I was like, am I really good enough? (laughs) Like, this is really, like, I can charge what? (laughs) Yep. And, you know, even working with Krista in the Mm -hmm. the III Academy was like, that helped me so much realize that like, yes, you are worth that much. It would be crazy. I mean, it's, it's definitely a hurdle. I think people have to get through for sure when starting out their brand because I know the mindset part of it was so huge for me when I was first starting out. Absolutely. And that's with the Social Seller CEO Academy program, I'm now incorporating a lot more of that into it because what I've noticed over time with something about worthiness, like, am I worthy to do this work to put myself out there and all of those things? So that's something that Krista really helped me with that. Like strategy is strategy, but you don't believe in yourself. Yeah. That's everything. If you don't (laughs) feel worthy to create success, you're going to sabotage anything that you could create. So thank you for sharing about the money mindset blocks. Cause I, those are things that we don't think about. We're like, Oh no, you just start making money. And you're just like, yeah, let's keep doing this. It's not always that simple. No, for sure. Yeah. Honestly, when you added Krista to that course, I was like, I had so many aha moments. So worth it. Cause I was just, yeah. I mean, and like she was saying at every level, there are new different types of 
money mindset issues that happen at every uh-huh. level, whether you're just starting out or you're making tons of yep. money. Like there's a whole new different set of mindset issues that come with that. Yes. We get so. used to that. What is that upper limiting? We get used That's to it. that <laughs> level of happiness or abundance or love. And then we just like, why can't I get past that? And that's a mindset oh. thing. It's not as simple as you just keep going on this trajectory. And yeah. I mean, maybe for some people, not for me. <laughs> <laughs> well, where can the Maverick mompreneurs and ladypreneurs, where can they find you? Where's the best place to follow you? Um, I am just at Lindsay Rogan Buck over on Instagram and TikTok. And then my website is lindsayroganbuck.com. Awesome. And I'm going to link all of that in our show notes uh, so that people can find you. And definitely follow Lindsay. She is an amazing human. And you love getting to have her be your friend in the phone. <laughs> but Lynn, thank you so much for your time. This was so cool. And I know everything that you've shared is going to be super valuable and encouraging and inspiring and all the things. So I just appreciate your time. I know you're busy. Absolutely. No, thanks for having me. This was so much fun. My pleasure. Well, that's it. Thank you so much for listening to the podcast. My goal is to help as many women in business online as possible to build strong, powerful, aligned, and profitable personal brands. The best way to show you appreciate this content is to screenshot and share on your social media or share with your team. Actually, even better would be to also leave a review for the podcast on whichever platform you're listening on. If you are looking for any additional support, you can always reach me via email at hello at elevatedwithashley.com. You can DM me on Instagram at Ashley R. Latimer or join us in the free Elevate Academy for brand building, maverick marketers, and mompreneurs Facebook community. Can't wait to chat with you next week.